So, Brett, last, jeez, sir, you just like threw the phone, man. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Uh, so, really quick before we start this episode, uh, there's something we talked about last episode that I needed to clear up. Uh, I mentioned Bill Van Lu, uh, and yeah. I mentioned Beetle Blocks. I think yep. I texted you about this. Yeah, yeah, um, we we talked about it a little bit. Yep, I I sent him an email after we recorded that show to let him know that we gave him a shout out on the show, and he responded to me. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and read a section of it so that. So that his viewpoints can be shown. Yeah. Not just from my translation of it. He responded, uh, basically, blah, 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 paraphrasing here. Uh, he shares our enthusiasm for the possibilities that Beetle Blocks opens up. Uh, but he did want, and he thanked, he thanked us for, for talking about him on the show. Um, even though cool. we don't have very many listeners and watchers, it's still nice to have that exposure. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah. he did say, and this is a direct quote, one important correction, though. I, Bill, uh, did not create the Beetlebox tool, Beetlebox tool slash site myself. Uh, that work was done by a team I have no affiliation with. I merely made the tutorial video about how I about how to use it. Mm. Um, and then skipping a little bit, uh, he said Beetlebox. Beetlebox is a project by Eric, Eric Rosenbaum. Uh, Dukes. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm assuming that's pronounced Dukes. Uh, oh geez, I'm gonna. I'm totally gonna screw up this name. Duke, Dukes or Ducks Kojits <laughs> and Bernat Ramaso, Ramagosa? I don't know. But I'll put those names in the description. Oh, and then the software development was done by uh, Jens Monig. I'm totally messing up those names. But Can you just like put them on the screen? Yeah, I'll put them on the screen. <laughs> My point is, uh, Bill still deserves a shout out because his, his YouTube channel and the things that he makes are really, really cool. Um... But the shout out we gave him was kind of misappropriated, I guess. So yeah, shout out to those guys that I just mentioned. I'm not going to totally botch their names again, but shout out to those guys for for being the guys who actually created Build uh, Beetle Blocks. Shout out to Bill for actually making the tutorial video because that was really, really, really useful. Oh yeah, and uh, a negative shout out to me for not paying attention to how I watched the entire tutorial video. That's how I knew so much about it. But I, I guess I just misunderstood the beginning of the video when he was mentioning that he was making the tutorial video, but he didn't actually make the software. Right. But it's still a cool software. I still recommend going to check it out. So, Oh yeah. yeah. Apologize Very to the cool. guys who actually made Bill, uh, who actually made Bill, <laughs> who actually made Beetle Blocks <laughs> and, uh, apologies who made Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's a robot. Uh, Anyways, so uh, let's just go ahead and uh, get on with the show then. Sounds good. All right, sounds good. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the World Through Electro Specs podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Brett. And this is the Millennium Falcon. I don't know what camera to look at now. They're all like on the same side of the room. Just look at all of them. Oh, we were just talking about how we weren't going to start the show talking no, about. No, you screwed it already. I already screwed it up. All right, do over. Do over. Just edit it out. <laughs> we'll talk about flamingos or something <laughs> in the middle of oh, that. We're going to have Pete in the other room laughing every night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah. So what's up? How's it going? Uh, good, man. I, I've been good. Um, just hanging out with family. It's been great. Getting to spend some time with a little one. Uh, she's climbing everything, so it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and how's Emma? Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's been good. How about you? Uh, been very, very busy. Yeah, very busy, as usual. What else is new, right? So, uh, so for the 
video watchers. It, it's weird for I'm not really in that podcasting mood because we're in a different. This like is I, different. I just feel really like laid back, you know. Well, that, I think that's 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 awesome. That's my favorite part: the comfortable setting. Got the coffee. You don't have coffee. Don't you don't want to. Yeah, it's probably dusty in there. No. But okay, so <clears throat> as I was saying a second ago, for the for the video listen or for the video watchers, uh, you'll notice we're in a slightly different setting. We're actually in the same studio we have been in before, but we're in a different area of the studio. We decided, well, why why not mix it up a little bit, go out into like the main common area, like the lounge, because it's a lot more yeah. comfy out here. It's a little bit more of like a podcast had set. To, had to kick the receptionist out. Yeah. Yep. Had to kick the receptionist out. Yeah. We got uh, Janine Melnitz out here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those cookies she made last week. I'll tell you what. Yep. So, <clears throat> but no, we just thought we'd we'd try something a little bit different. Um, I'm liking this though. Yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. I just I feel so weird. I feel like we're not in that podcasting. I think that's kind of the point you want to reach for, though. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of. Well, let's just have a conversation and not. Hitting, you know, there's no bullet point topics that we got to try to smash through. Well, uh, and we can just sit here and talk because uh, my wife was just telling me beforehand. She goes, I understand you need to leave a little bit early to get to the podcast because when you and Caleb get to talking, you'll talk for three hours on what should be a 15 minute subject. Well, we try not to do that. We yeah. did that last episode was way too long. But well, honestly, we were sitting there for like three hours just talking, uh, you know, could have hit record and just pulled out. Well, we spent, there was like an hour and a half to two hour gap between the last session, the second session of the, like the last section of the main podcast. Uh-huh. And when that stopped, there was like an hour and a half to two hours before we actually recorded the post show for the Patreon supporters. Mm-hmm. So like well, there was a no huge time we difference. Doing. We didn't know what we were doing. Just, I, just I like, like that. Oh, I don't know how we're going to do that new game. Uh, we can do it. We can do it. Yeah, we'll laptop. figure it out. Uh, yeah, I've got, I'm like that weird podcast guy with the laptop. We'll and figure that out after this. Okay, so yeah. what do you want to talk about? Uh, anything, man. Um, I th- th- you're supposed to have topics. No, I do have topics. Don't okay. you have topics? I have topics, yeah. Okay. So what do we want to do first? Do we want to do nerdy stuff first? Do we want to do like the weird kind of like, m- uh, not let's, mental. But- let's go with my first one okay. uh, because it's it's a very hot topic right now. We're going to talk about. It, it's a shutter. It's okay. No, one of the cameras just turned off. No. It, uh, no, I, no that, I recognize that sound. One of the cameras just turned off. Sorry for that, folks. There were some technical difficulties. Uh, one of the camera SD cards was actually full, so <clears throat> we wiped it and we are back on track. So yeah, um, I'll throw some fun graphics in there for in po- We'll we'll fix it in post, as it said. What what um, are you looking at I'm me like that with for? The lingo. I don't know the lingo. Oh, okay. It's a George Lucas thing, fixing no. it in post. So he did everything. So he what were we talking about before oh, the we camera? Were, we were out? jumping into the topics, and I was kind of explaining the topic idea. Excuse me, don't mansplain to me, please. Oh, <laughs> my apologies. I like how you uh, like you like crossed your legs and tucked yeah, your hands I, in your I crotch, <laughs> tail between the legs. Um, no, I was just explaining my my topic idea. Uh, because it's so relevant uh, in today uh, specifically, uh, I kind of grabbed it because it it, it had a lot. Uh, my in-laws were talking about the whole uh, the President Trump 
tweeting about the NFL players kneeling. Did you hear about this? I didn't hear about it. I, so, dude, I don't keep up with that stuff Well, he, he he put out this big comment. I think it was, was it yesterday? I don't remember. It was either yesterday or this morning about how uh, NFL players need to be fired for not standing during the national anthem. Okay. And there's a big revolt. <clears throat> Some players are like, yeah, you know, that's that's awesome. Let's, let's do that. Uh, then others are just like, you know, putting it to the man, you know, screw you. This, this is a cultural difference. You know, I have my right to kneel and I have my right to stand if I want. Um, and everyone has their own opinion about it. And of course up here, and I think, uh, kind of our environment where we live at, a lot of people are, you know, oh, that's just wrong. Those guys need to be fired. They need to be thrown out, you know, cut their pay, do whatever. That's just people's opinions. And I, and I think in the long run, I, I guess um, I never gave my opinion. I've just been listening to it. Mm-hmm. And so it's been very interesting to hear everyone's thoughts. And I was just I was curious about what your thoughts were on that. I don't really have any because I this is the first I've heard of this yeah. entirely. So it's it's just everyone's got to be into everyone's business. And it, it's just. It's, yeah, it's it seems like it. Just like mind your own. Like, yeah. If you want to, if you, if you want to stand during the national anthem at an NFL event, go for it. If you want to kneel, go for it. And and I I think a lot of people are, you know, this is for our our country's rights. You know, people fought and died for that. They didn't fight and die for people to stand there during the national anthem. They fought for people to have the choice to stand during the national anthem. The whole idea of freedom in this country, I think, is is kind of gone away you there's certain standards that it seems like everyone has to be following that's not the idea of what the the united states was about everyone's got a choice and they can do whatever the heck they want i guess that's my two cents on it this is this is finally my chance to kind of give my opinion on it right um and and being being having a military background now um I, you know, having everyone saying, oh, they need to do this. I gave up a lot of rights when I joined the military. Mm-hmm. So that way, like my family could have rights. And one of those rights being their the right to choose. So everyone saying, given their own opinion on what should be this way, it's black and white. The U.S. is one big gray area. There is no black and white. Right. That was kind of that was kind of my topic that I wanted to bring up today. And. And it's been it's been snowballing day in uh, hour after hour. There's always another news update, uh, and the latest one was um, was it the Colts game uh, that that was happening right now? All, all the Colts players came out, stood there. Uh, who who are they playing? I don't watch. Them. I have no idea. Steelers. None of them came out. You know what? I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I'm there to watch a football game. Not you know, it's not a political movement. I mean, I'm not personally there to watch game. I don't, I don't follow that kind of stuff. But yeah, that was my topic, my rant, I guess. So what you were just talking about, what you're, what you're, what you're saying right now, uh, that actually reminds me of uh, the topic that I was going to bring up. Okay. Um, which I don't want to talk about it for too long. Uh, <clears throat> but so I was listening to, another, I was listening to a different podcast the other day. Um, and somebody said something and they did the thing that I always do that Pete and I were talking about when we were in Boston. We were sitting down eating dinner and we were having a long discussion about professionalism and people taking you seriously and, 
and how you should present yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, coffee. Um, and uh, this person on this podcast, they they did the thing that I always do, where I preface what I'm about to say with, now, I might not know, what I, you know, I don't know everything, and I probably don't know what I'm talking about here, mm-hmm. but, comma, dot, 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 whatever, semicolon, whatever, you know. Right, yeah. But here's how I feel about this situation. And Pete Pete was talking to me about this, and actually some old guy who was sitting next to us also chimed in for whatever reason. He owned, he owned businesses, so he also chimed in on this. It's this idea of being confident with what you're about to say. Don't say, I may not know what I'm talking about, but dot, dot, dot. Just say what you're going to say. Um, so that was brought up in this podcast that I was listening to, and... Another person, another person on the show was like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't say that. Be confident, you know, just like, even if you're wrong, just let it out, just let it out. Even yeah. if you're wrong, just like stay in your ground. Yeah. So my question to you is, and I was hoping Pete would be on the show too, but he's in the other, he's hiding in his room. Uh, um, my question to you is, uh, where would you draw the line between being confident and becoming ignorant? Hmm. So like at what point? Are you saying, even if you're wrong, you're standing your ground, but yeah. then at what point does that turn into you're just being an idiot? You know? I, I, I honestly, um, I've got that problem where I get too big headed on, on ideas or topics. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, no, this is, I know what's going on. I, I know the, the information for this and I know that I'm wrong. Um, and I, and I think the line is drawn um, when you can finally kind of put yourself down with it, just be truthful. Be like, you know what? I, I was wrong. I'm going to take a step back. Let's learn together what the, the real answer is so we can both uh, finish this through. Right. Because um, there, there, yeah. there are two or sometimes three or 12 sides to every story. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the problem is the, the, the victor is always the one that tells it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but no, and, and and I'll get bullheaded on some topics and I'm just, you know, I know what I'm talking about and it's completely asinine. Uh, but I think growing up now, uh, and I like to think that I've matured over time. <laughs> You're a big boy now. I'm a big boy now. Uh, <laughs> I, can, on, I can you, sit you back and be boy, like, uh... Hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I apologize. My information was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like an idiot, but you know, explain it to me in your terms or let's look up the information together so we right. can both come out of this on top rather than no I'm better than you because I know this uh, and, and, I, and I've never wanted to feel that way but I, I think the line is just kind of drawn when you can finally sit back and tell yourself you know it's, it's okay to be wrong right it's, it's okay to say that you don't know and I know I know that that's why like I always try to almost take care of that before I talk about something mm-hmm. like I know I'm probably wrong here, but yeah, insert comment here. So, but that immediately, whatever you're about to say, you lose your credibility, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, kind of taking that little bit of guilt with some actual knowledge of what the topic might be is more beneficial in the long run. Right. Uh, you know, just sit back and understand that you're not right a hundred percent of the time. Right. It's more like 99. Right. But Interesting. Where do you draw the line at? 
I don't know. That's why I'm asking. That's why I was hoping that Pete would be here too. Cause like you guys have a lot more life experience than I do with situations like that. You guys, I mean, you're a businessman. He's a businessman. Yeah. He's been working in the professional field for a long time. So mm-hmm. have you, even though, um, you're just, even though you and I are, there's a plane flying over us. <laughs> yeah, even though weird. you and I are closer to the same age, yeah. you still like, you essentially run your own business. So I have a, better, you know, I have more faith in how you would answer that question than how I would answer that question. Yeah, you know? I, I wouldn't say that I run my own business, but I, I, I do. You like have more to be of an under, you have a business degree, you know. Yeah, you have yeah. more of an understanding of how to handle yourself professionally in certain situations when you're trying to sell something to a client or when you're trying to sell an idea to somebody, you know. Right. Yeah. So, but I've always, I think, just the lack of confidence over the years has just gotten me into this mindset and gotten me into this, this point of view or not this point of view, but just this, this thing, this mindset of, I need to preface everything with, I obviously don't know anything, but here's how, and that's just, you know, I've, I'm trying to learn and get out of that habit that, yeah. you know, that's, that's a bad. Well, habit I think, being. I think what, what you're describing, I, I picture more of like in the middle of a, circle of people uh, in the middle of a conversation the topic arises and then you start to give your input on it mm-hmm. I, I see and, and to me I don't have time to think about it beforehand and that's probably where I would draw the line is if I have time to sit and think about the topic beforehand right because when you're kind of just surprised with the with the conversation and you oh and you're kind of taken back and then you start to give your input on it uh, trying to draw that line in there is it, it's there's a lot more leeway with it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Good good conversation. Good bleh, good conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a good place to uh, take a break. Sounds good. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we will actually talk about some somewhat nerdy topics. Let's do that. Yeah. I like we need that. we need to we need to get back into yeah. our our element. Yeah. Start bringing it back. Yep. All right. Dateline, today, the world through Electrospec Studio. The brave men and women in the recording studio continue to record episodes of the world through Electrospecs diligently, working tirelessly to bring listeners of the World Wide Web content that tickles their eardrums like the beard of Uncle Sam himself. Support the podcast! Donate on Patreon! For as little as $4 a month, you can do your duty to support the World Through Electrospecs podcast and all of Caleb's other content. Reward for support include exclusive content, live streams, and even getting credited on every video release during the time period of your support. Yes, even you, Billy. Wowzers! Visit patreon.com slash calebferris today to show your patriotism for the World Through Electrospecs podcast! And we're back. We are back after that break. Uh, so we're going to switch gears here and we're going to talk about stuff that's a little bit more oriented towards the theme of the show. We're going to try to keep it a little geeky. Something that we actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something that. Well, I mean, we enjoyed talking about that other thing, but the other stuff that we talked about, but it's a little bit more. Uh, that that yeah. never happens. 
I, th- I thought you were saying that didn't happen. Yeah. Like, no, what are you talking about? Dude, this is the first I didn't episode. Say it. You got no proof. Welcome to the very first episode of the World Through Electrospecs. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the second reboot. Yeah. The third, uh, the fourth reboot. Fourth reboot. Yeah. We're just gonna, you know, let's make oh, it five. Speaking of which, there's yeah. something interesting. What's that? Uh, so I, w- and I'm not gonna turn this into like a, a flat tire story again, <laughs> but uh, I was messing with my old laptop the other day, uh-huh. uh, and I happened to stumble across. Some of the old episodes of the World Through Electrospects before Pete and I got it started again. Now they aren't the original episodes of the show, right? With with Zechariah, as I as I explained in the first episode of this show, uh, how the show got started. But I do have all of the episodes from when I rec- I have thirty episodes from when I recorded. Were the video as with, well with Tim? They were just audio, just audio. Yeah. So yeah. if we ever can't, yeah, we'll talk about that. But basically i ran across those those were really cool they were a blast from the past i might need to if i ever publish them i might need to like make sure that the the intro music isn't actually audible because (laughs) that was before i was making sure things were royalty free uh yeah but uh so i i did stumble across that um so i don't know did you have any ideas for topics or did we just want to roll with a couple that i had just roll with what you got okay um so I went to go see yesterday um, by myself, like a total weirdo adult nerd. I went to go see the Lego Ninjago movie. Ah. Um, okay. I didn't actually go with anybody. I was I was alone, which was weird. You it was kind of weird. Sit in the corner of the theater. No. No. No, I didn't sit in the corner of the theater. But um, actually, I got a seat right in the middle because I ordered my tickets as soon as they went on sale. My ticket. Oh, that's right. You pick out. You pick out your. You seats pick your now. seat. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's ironic or. A good thing or a bad thing i don't really know but uh apparently nobody else bought the seats to the right and the left totally packed theater but i was that dude you who walked in alone bought three tickets didn't you i did not deliberately <laughs> buy three tickets but it looked like it it definitely yeah. as soon as i sat down i'm like it looks like i bought three tickets to stay yeah. away from people this is so awkward because nobody else bought the seats to the right there was a huge family to the left the entire roll the entire row of seats was completely full the <laughs> only empty seats in that entire row were to the right and to the left of me. So nice. Th- yeah, it's super comfortable. I don't have to share an armrest with somebody, but it yeah. was kind of awkward. It was like, uh, there's a bunch of families hey, here and this one dude it, walks in on his own. So I went to go see that. I absolutely loved that movie. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I am positively loving these Lego movies that are, that they're releasing. Um, I walked in there knowing absolutely nothing about Lego Ninjago. I know that I think it. I think it's. I know that it's a. It's an individual line yeah. that they have. It, it's like a. It's a theme that they have in their Lego sets. Um, and but I didn't know anything about it. I think it, they have like a TV show or like a web series or something based on the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't care too much about it. You know, See, I didn't realize that they were the the. I guess the standard Lego characters Ninjago uh, the series. I always oh. thought it was the the like, bigger, um, I, I don't know, like the one's got a flame sword, the next guy, uh, he's fire, the next guy's blue. Have you seen any of the show? Because I haven't no. seen it. Oh, no, you know, you know more than You know r- more right now than I knew walking into the theater. Oh, really? Yeah, I knew nothing about it. I okay. I watched some video reviews of some of the sets that were released, uh-huh. as, I, as I tend to do. Um, but I didn't know anything about the series or the characters or anything, but basically, uh, basically what it ended up being, it was kind of like, uh, are you familiar? Well, you probably are familiar. Uh, are you familiar with Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds? The planes? No, 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 no. Like this, like the show, the series. No. Are you serious? Yeah. 
Am oh, I calling it the wrong name, Thunderbirds? Whereas, like these people, it was like this team of guy, guy team of guys, and they had like one girl because it's an older show, <laughs> and uh, each character like had like a color that kind of like they represented, and each one of them had a different kind of like spaceship jet type thing that they would fly. Like one of them had a big oval green one. Are you serious? No, you no. Know, Pete, do you know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what I'm talking about. What the Thunderbirds? heck? Thunderbirds, no. I, 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 I there was, was a movie that came out in, like, I think the early 2000s that, that had uh, Vanessa Hudgens in it when she first started her career. Okay. Um, yeah, I, wow, that's amazing. I thought you were going on about Thundercats for a while. No, I'm talking about Thunderbirds. No, I have never, never even heard of it. Well, anyways, for the listeners out there who actually know what Thunderbirds is, basically, Ninja, the Lego Ninjago kind of story, I guess, uh-huh. uh, it ends up being... Kind of like Thunderbirds meets Avatar The Last Airbender meets Lego meets Legends of Korra, I guess. It's hard. It, so each character is like a color. So there's like green yeah. ninja, blue ninja, red ninja, ninja whatever. Turtles. Kind of, yeah. But there's like <laughs> five or six of them instead of just four. Um, okay. And each one of them has like a giant robot mech that they that they drive that's following on, along with their... Th- How is this not Power Rangers? It seems Power Rangers-y, doesn't yeah. it? But the, the mechs don't combine. Okay. So that, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what losers? Yeah, what Their losers? Don't make a big mech. <laughs> but each character also has that that Avatar: The Last Airbender go- thing going on too. So each character, the color coordinates with the element that they have the power to okay. create. So one of them is essentially a firebender. The other one's essentially yeah. a waterbender. That yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and like, so like the water character, her colors are blue, mm. and she can create. You, she, she can essentially water. But I don't know what to call it other than bending, like like an avatar. But just, she can essentially water bend, manipulating elements. And her giant mech is like one of those big, um, like pond spider things with the big, like the giant legs that can fl- glide across the top of the water. It's not even like a really aquatic animal, though. It's not. It'd but be like I mean, a it's, walking it's dolphin. A, it's a it's an animal. Well, it's an insect, but it's it's kind of like yeah. a it's a theme that works both on land and on water, so it kind of makes sense. But um, and then another one is like a dragon, and but uh, the main character was voiced by uh, Dave Franco, the little Franco. Oh, okay, um, younger brother. Yep, the one that, ironically enough, when voice acting sounds a lot like uh, I forget the guy's name, but the guy who who did the voice of Zuko in Avatar: The Last Airbender. So there's another never, weird connection with Avatar. One. You never watched Avatar: The Last Airbender? No, I heard uh, God, a lot of my such fr- a good series. A lot of my friends were into the the anime, mm-hmm. and then they went and saw. They were the into movie. the animes, the hentais. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the hentais. They're like, check this out. Yeah, yeah. This one's uh, got tentacles. <laughs> but, but no, they said they said once they saw uh, the show, like the live action show, they're like, yep, stay away. Don't even get into it. So, quick bunny trail. That that live action movie, it was it was directed by M Night Shyamalan. So it had a little bit of a weird vibe to it for a show that mm. was based off of a cartoon that was really, yeah. really, really, yeah. really lighthearted. Um, and there were a lot of things that they changed in that show, but they changed it with this vibe of being a little bit more realistic and true to real life because it is a live action version of a cartoon show. Yeah, yeah. So, but the problem is the diehard fans got pissed off at that. So like, for instance, the main character's name is Aang. In the show, in the cartoon, they call him Aang. His name is always Aang. It's spelled A-A-N-G. In the movie, they changed the pronunciation to Ong, and everybody got pissed off at that because they're like, no, his name is Aang, it's not Ong. Yeah. But in that culture that they're basing the show off of, if you have two A's in a name like that, it would be pronounced Ong in real life. So they That's changed. That's not the cultural. 
pronunciation. The cultural pronunciation yeah. would be more like Ong, but in the cartoon show they named him Ang, and everybody who was diehard. So they changed things in the in the movie that made everybody mad at the movie. Right. But they were changes that I felt were actually understandable. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely one of those things where. Kind of like the Transformers movie, where you have to be a diehard fan, and even if you're a diehard fan, you have to walk into it with an open mind. And if you're not expecting it to be a shot-for-shot remake of the cartoon, you're expecting them to make changes, and you're expecting certain characters to do different things. Kind of like the relation between the Game of Thrones books now and the Game of Thrones show now. Right. I haven't watched any of it, but I know that they're starting to split off a little bit, and certain characters are dying or staying alive at different rates. They did that back at the end of season two. If you are a diehard fan of Avatar The Last Airbender, the cartoon... Uh Uh And then you watch the movie thinking, walking into it, knowing that things are going to change and things are going to be different. It's a it's not that bad a movie. I enjoyed it. It was a really enjoyable movie. Then again, I was a lot younger, you know, when it first came out. But. um, I'm trying to remember who the name of the girl who played. Oh, so that that's another weird, stupid connection that only I would care about. Um, The girl who played. Katara, who is the main female lead in the show and in the movie, um, that was kind of a little bit of the beginning of her career, and she went on to play the main female lead in Transformers 4 as well. And there, when I was watching Transformers 4, I'm like, this, she is so familiar, but I don't know from where, because I'm used to seeing, like, I remembered seeing her multiple years ago when she was like 12 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. And then now I'm seeing her in her 20s in this other show. So that was that was pretty cool. Um but anyways, so this Lego Ninjago thing, it's its a lot like Avatar The Last Airbender where you have the characters have that ability to do so. But I love it. Now, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Lego movies are not actual stop motion. Right. Yeah. They are they're CG, but they in their rendering of the videos or uh, not of the videos in their rendering of of this of the uh the footage they mm. render at a very low frame rate on purpose to make it look like stop motion. And yeah. they do things in the movies to make it look like stop motion. Like they purposefully add things in the CGI effects, like things like where the green screen doesn't work properly or things where you can actually, you know, or where you can see like little like, pieces of, of sticky tack that are holding a character on it. Yeah, like they yeah. add that stuff on purpose to make it look more like, and I never noticed that it's, it's really, really subtle. And they, um, like for instance, uh, the characters, every every one of the characters, the CGI models have all the little scratches and broken up, you know, like pieces of the printing is scratched from as if it was sitting in a giant bin of Legos, you know. Yeah, been so shuffled they, around for years. So they go the extra mile to make it look like stop motion when it's not. So even the, the, that does a very very interesting and specific thing, um, especially for me as an adult Lego fan. Uh, it it makes the movies more inspiring than they would be if they were stop motion, which is a weird thing to say because mm-hmm. it's giving you this idea of like, wow, this looks like stop motion and you're sitting there. I mean, kids are going there for a totally different reason. Kids right. are going there. They're yeah. just enjoying. They want to see their big, their characters on the big screen. Yeah. I'm going in there and I'm thinking, I love Lego. It's cool seeing like if I had the time and if I had unlimited Legos, how would I recreate the scene in actual stop motion you know oh mm-hmm. oh it's really cool what they did there in cgi you could do that with actual stop motion with enough pieces that's really awesome it's so it's a really really inspiring movie just from the technical aspect mm-hmm. but like just like lego ninjago i'm 
I'm not big into Batman. I'm not a huge Batman fan. I don't know much about Batman and, and the different Batman series and stuff. I know enough because through osmosis, you know, as a nerd, through yeah, conversations and yeah. stuff. But I um, I walked into the Lego Batman movie not being a huge fan of Batman, and I absolutely loved that movie, too. That was a hilarious movie. It was so great. You saw So you saw Lego Batman? I saw Batman, yeah. Yeah, it was I'm like, a huge Batman nerd, though. They have, they have great... They have great messages to them for kids, you know, and oh, they're yeah. fun because they're yeah. drawing kids in as a as a as a kids movie, you yep. know. But even as an adult, they're really really enjoyable, especially if you're an adult Lego builder, you know. Yep. It's just it just adds more to the inspiration of it, and I just I I like the aspect that here it is. You can watch your imagination come to life on the screen, mm-hmm. and then you can go home and play with it. Yep. I thought, man, they they really knocked it out of the park when they started doing these Lego series movies. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping they continue to do more with different. I mean, can you imagine if we got a Lego Star Wars movie? How much fun would that be? That would be so much have fun. You, have you played the Lego Star Wars games? Oh man! So on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe that's a topic for a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have. I absolutely love them. Um, Those were fun. Yeah, they Those were so were much fun. fun. I actually, I just recently got back into playing Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga on Xbox One um, because it's like, it's my, uh, what is it? What's the movie dick analogy? It's like, it's my white whale or whatever. Oh, yeah. We're like. Keep chasing it. Yeah. uh, I know, I'm a completionist. So Mm -hmm. if a game gives me a percentage of completion of the game, game I'm done. It's game over. I'm done. I I have to finish. I have to get one zero zero on that progress bar in the game. If they don't give me that, then I might try to get most of the achievements, but I, my 100% is just finishing the story. But if they give me like all unlockables, all character skins, all weapons, all whatever is 100% finishing the the game. I'm not playing another game until that's 100%. As long as it's not behind a paywall. EA. Right. Yeah. EA. We're talking to you. Uh, but when I was a kid, the Lego Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga was the game that I got the closest to 100% on. It was the game that I got 98. Excuse me, sorry. I got 98.9% completion on Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga, and I only had it for 360. And then I sold all my 360 stuff. Mm. So when it came out on Xbox One for free for for Xbox Live Gold, um, I started it up again. And I'm were like, you, were you able to pull your data from the cloud? Uh, all my achievements transferred over because they're attached oh. to my account. But yeah. when you start up the game, it starts you at zero zero percent. Yep. So yeah. I think I'm up to like thirty percent now. But my goal is to get back up to that ninety eight point nine. I understand why you say you're a busy man now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing Lego <laughs> yeah. games. Yeah. I actually haven't touched that game since I started the semester. Believe it or not, oh, I haven't touched my good. Xbox since I started the semester. I'm sure, I'm sure your teachers are glad to hear that. I'm hoping Pete hears that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, I I uh. I'm not kidding though. It's not a joke. Like I, it's hard for me to keep up with games and stuff like that when I start the semester. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I hear yeah. you on that. I haven't touched. I I built the new gaming PC and I think I've played like one game on there in the past year. I recently got back into No Man's Sky since they released the new update. But I haven't played it. The new update. I haven't played. We it. we should talk about that next episode. Okay. So I've got that long gaming list episode. of topics to talk about, yeah. and we've only talked about one. Yeah. And I just added Doing another great. one. Doing so great. we've what, got plenty of content for future episodes. Well, what, what's our next topic? Let's jump into something else. We're out of time. Okay. <laughs> we are out of time. Next time. Next time. <laughs> we'll have to do a next time on the World Through Electrospects. Yeah. Just <laughs> next episode you start with. And how, we're, how we don't game anymore. Previously on the World Through Electrospects. Yeah. And a super dramatic intro.
Yep. Where did that silence come from? That was weird. <laughs> that was so weird. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do a post show this episode? Yeah. Yeah. I've, why not? I feel like we should for Patreon supporters, but um, I don't know if we have time. We is should this do... all still in the show? As, as... Yeah, we'll okay. put this in the show. Uh, well, let, let's talk about what what are you watching right now? What are you learning about? What's something? We're new? out of time. We got to stop the main show. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that in the post show. That sounds. Let's good. talk about that in the post show. Yep. So we'll have a little bit of extra content in the post show. Main show is about to stop, and uh, we'll keep talking in a minute. So. Uh, thanks everybody for listening uh, if you want to be a part of that po- post show Patreon is the name of the game and uh, we will be back next episode so all of our stuff is will be in the links in the description and I'm not going to try to spell my last name on the camera again or on, on, on the recording again so just going to have to go to your house and type it for you <laughs> yeah send me your address uh, if you yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. come. I will come over to your house and. That's one of the uh, reward tiers on Patreon. Oh, is that I get to come to their house? Yeah, you get to show yeah. up to their house. Cost extra if you want to see Wang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody.